0: Good evening and welcome to the real study with your hosts, Mr. Snitbits. So, like two teams with that movie. It seems like either <laughs> people love it or I they it, hate it. it. Okay, oh God, it. I, I, do I, I, I do too. I do too. Black
1: Girl Marvel.
2: I cried laughing. That was hilarious.
1: <laughs> Tyler makes films. It's meant to for us to kind of contemplate. Like, I don't think. His response to me is completely appropriate. Like, it makes sense that he would react that way. All the movie things. I think the thing I, I why I enjoyed it more too was the fact that we were going to talk about it from this perspective. Lieutenant Commander Ray.
2: I could watch them. I never find anything wrong with them. I love them every single time I watch them. And this absolutely qualifies on that list.
0: And me, the real study movie voice guy.
1: I probably would have, like, been in love with this movie as well if I had watched it earlier
2: like when it came out or maybe right after
0: let's go to the poster wall good evening and welcome to the real study my name is mr snippets and it's no longer to my left but here in in a line with me we've got black girl marvel and we've got all the movie things no lieutenant commander ray or tyler tonight but that is okay we've got kind of an og Team here for what we call the, well, what has been colloquially na- colloquially named Barbenheimer, which is, of course, Barbie oh, yeah. and Oppenheimer. Uh, so we are glad to be here to discuss these two flicks. Uh, so uh, before we do, of course, we always want to talk about any potential news that might be out there. And I know Brian missed mm-hmm. last week when we talked about the Abyss 4K release. So I oh, yeah, I did see a
1: little bit of a little clip. <laughs> That yeah. Enough,
0: Justin definitely wanted to talk about like, it so it, it at least got talked about. Um yeah. But I'm assuming you're still excited about that.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I got my I got my tickets too. And cuz it was like one of those things where like I used the Regal app and um it wasn't popping up to buy tickets but then like the next day tickets were available and then like it was full already. Really? So I got like one of the last. Yeah. So I'm like Really close to a bunch of people, but the seats are like pretty where the theater I go to is like nice reclining seats and there's a lot of space. Good. So I'm not like really crammed together. But yeah, so I'm excited to see that because I never saw it in theaters. Um,
0: Only on VHS. You know, I was younger. Yep. Me Only on VHS. I don't yeah, think I've so. even seen it since it was released on DVD.
1: Right. Uh, it's yeah. been a long yeah, time since either. i watched it. Yeah.
0: But so, there were like a I, string of movies like that. Leviathan was another one. It's not quite. Obvious, yeah. So, you know, the yeah, level yeah. There's like this, a bunch of underwater. <laughs> yeah. Underwater movies. Uh, Deep Star Six and like other like yeah. mid 80s. Totally. Water movies. Um, yeah. So many of them. They even had some yeah. water TV shows. A lot of that in the 80s.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, any other Roy, big. Roy, Roy Schneider had one.
0: Roy oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the that TV was show. The, the show. The, like see something or I don't remember what it was like. Yeah. C- yeah. Yeah. See world, not Sea world. That's a place. Yeah, yeah, anyway. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, that you know, they they tried pushing the water thing, and then Waterworld was like, oh, we're yeah. going to go on top of the water. You know, we're going to you know screw all that. Yeah, um, yeah, and then James I was actually Skater.
1: really into Waterworld. <laughs> <laughs> me, me too. <laughs> I, really I, I thought it was brilliant. Like
0: yeah, uh, not bad. Like everybody hated him. I'm like, this is Dennis know, Hopper's like yeah. peak performance. Like this is his, he needs to be wound up to just there. That was the perfect yeah. place to dial him in. Yeah,
2: um, you guys, you you guys didn't like him in the Super Mario Brothers movie.
0: No, don't get me wrong. He brought the same kind of energy, but that movie I mean, yeah. like fails. I think on the He's pro- probably the, the best set, thing about that movie. <laughs> uh, he is one of the saving graces, without a doubt. But then yeah. um, my wife and I just watched Speed again because we.
2: Oh, uh, I man. love Speed.
0: I watch it all the time. Oh my god! Yes. But she watched. There's a girl on I TikTok that Speed she watches. So it's so it's so good. Yeah. Uh, there's a girl that we watch on TikTok that does video movie reactions. She just watches the movies and her boyfriend cuts them down or fiance. Oh,
1: is it. that uh, the blonde woman? Yeah. Yeah. She's like laying down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's she's, she's great. great. Yeah. And so she watches Speed
0: and she has all the right reactions <laughs> the to all the right too. places. And my wife was like, that makes me want to watch it. I'm like, put it on. Yeah. So we watched it. And, you know, it's, it's perfect still. Like I It's to terrible. It, like, but I used to watch it like literally every day. I did like, too. I went and saw it in the yeah. theaters like 10 times. <laughs>
1: like, like after school, like Speed.
0: <laughs> that was my jam like you know yeah had i had everything a little bit of comedy a yeah. lot of action keanu like really showing he's a leading man at that point
1: yeah well even steven or uh, steven Spielberg, uh, siskel and ebert like loved it they give it two thumbs up they even talked about it like it's like three movies in one right you know because you got the bus you got the elevator in the beginning you got the bus of course for most of it and then the train sequence so it's like three separate movies
0: and everything's you know, going together. fast they didn't the, yeah. the <laughs> name is after is apt uh, the other yeah. thing I, I really like it about it uh, is that it it takes itself just seriously enough. Um, yeah. But then when it jumps the, you know, when it get the big jump, you, you forgive it. You're like, he's got superpowers totally. or something. Like he's on the bus. Yeah, that's why it made it, or that's their love really or something. I don't know. Something makes yeah. the, the bus. Not main.
2: their, not their love. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm just saying,
0: like they they have great chemistry. I always wish they would have done four no, more totally. than two movies together. So yeah, but I think he he's in love with, with him on that movie. Yeah, that's what I heard. There was like a yeah.
2: She 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 came out and talked about it. She was like, yeah, she has such a big crush on him, and he was not even like. Not to say he wasn't right. No, like seriously. Not to say that he wasn't like he didn't think she was attractive, but like he just didn't like pay attention like that to see it. (laughs) And then like they actually talked about it together. Like she told him, she was like, yeah, I was like in love with you. And He was like, I didn't, I didn't notice.
0: That's (laughs) wild. Like, oh, sounds like him and Wanona writer uh, had the same kind of thing too like he just always mm-hmm. kept having these leading ladies that yeah you know obviously never hit his radar i mean if we look at the woman he's with today like he has and he's been with here's her the thing or... that
2: makes him even more attractive right.
0: yeah <laughs> that's a good
2: point a guy who doesn't know he's attractive is super attractive
0: mm-hmm. well and he's I've the most respectful person at least i hear that shot. all the time you d- yeah as you, you should. should
2: brian you should. as you should
0: but i even like watching keanu yeah. when he's like sitting with people and like taking pictures he's got his hands like away from them and open like he really yeah. is respectful he's of bodily like autonomy self-aware and and like yeah yeah and he's got his band still and they're doing their yeah. thing um yeah. so yeah eh. keanu obviously another love actor on the panel he uh any other big news
2: Ke- we might have to do with keanu week or something.
0: Well, I mean, totally. we did do the Matrix, like everything. So, like, we didn't uh, hesitate to die. But I
2: mean, in, but, but I mean, like non mix Keanu. It up. franchise, like Keanu, so Johnny you know, Mnemonic. Oh wait,
0: that's just Matrix five 0 or point five. Yeah, yeah, pre Matrix.
2: Yeah. I love Johnny Mnemonic. <clears throat> we
1: could do. We could do like a.
2: That was my speed. I watched that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Mnemonic. We
0: could do. We could do
1: what, Brian? We could do like an early one. We could do like My Private. My own private Idaho, perhaps. You know, because that's like a really early Keanu. Very serious. Then do like Speed maybe, and maybe like a later, more recent.
0: Why don't we do something that that he gets, like like, something we love him for, something he gets panned for, and then. Oh, yeah. And then like something new that we haven't seen. There you go. Yeah. Because he gets panned for Dracula constantly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: What is it? What's the movie with him and Vincent D'Onofrio and Cameron Diaz? It's like feeling Minnesota, or oh so yeah,
0: uh-huh. <laughs> where that yes, <laughs> yeah that's an interesting film actually. Like it's a drama. I gramedy. dig that like,
2: film. It's a hundred percent. I yeah. think that film hundred percent. Yeah,
0: no, it's good. It's good. Uh, <laughs> any other releases? Because I haven't been paying too much attention. I probably should pay more attention now that uh, we're all back. Um,
2: no, I got to get back into the swing of actually paying attention to that because I wasn't.
0: <laughs> four <laughs> months is a long Man. time to just kind of do other things, you know, and forget about it.
1: I mean, there's like kind of something for everybody this past like holiday week, weekend, you know. So it was like a lot of I mean, like you got like the Hunger Games that came out. Um Mm
2: -hmm. and then you
1: got we even had like animated films that came out and then you have things like Napoleon and Saltburn, which are like you know, very adult You saw Napoleon, (laughs) Um, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah, on Napoleon and Saltburn.
0: what do you think of Napoleon? I'm curious. Uh, um, I thought it was,
1: you know, it was very okay. Okay. You know, it's it's like that
2: was my thoughts eventually. Yeah. That's that's what I felt like it was gonna be just from the trailer. I was like, I think this is gonna be like an okay film. Nothing like Yeah,
1: like it's mm-hmm. it's like <sighs> I I imagine his four hour cut is probably better. Like I do wish there was a little more of Vanessa mm. Kirby, like more between the two of them um and i mean but one thing i mean really scott does a lot great but one thing he does for sure great is these insane large-scale battle sequences that are and there's plenty of those in this film and it kind of has this pattern where like it starts off crazy you know and it goes back and forth between a battle sequence and then it slows down with like you know him and josephine stuff or him like working on political stuff and then battle sequence and then it just goes back and forth like that throughout the whole film, kind of. So it kind of really like sure. <laughs> it gives you kind of a, like a whiplash a little bit. Um, shot beautifully, of course. Um, costumes are are really great. Uh, I kind of have this thing too, where if you're like, if you're talking about costumes, like if if you're looking for good things to talk about, and like you end up talking about like costumes and makeup, then probably before you're talking about like performance and like <laughs> other things and. Uh that's kind of like a sign it's that, a definite or like right if, if all
2: you have or if all you, or, if, or if only the good thing you do have to talk about is the costumes yeah. and like yeah. the aesthetics right yeah, I you know like a director kind of like
0: Ridley speed. should dial those in kind of like I don't know if he doesn't have those you're like Ridley what are you doing like right so
1: yeah exactly if you're like, defaulting yeah. to that like, then yeah it's not Joaquin's best performance you know for sure <laughs> Vanessa Kirby is great she's amazing um um and then like everyone supporting it was really great uh but yeah i just felt like Joaquin was kind of like i don't want to say phoning it in because he still had a really great moments and there's like the it was funnier than i thought it was going to be interesting (laughs) there's definitely which i think was on purpose though i think there's some some funny bits so do
0: you think he was at all like uh influenced by the bill and ted's napoleon at all like a little humor
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh Perhaps, perhaps the funny parts, but there, there's definitely that's, a, like, that's
2: a Napoleon film. I see. Yeah. That same.
0: Well, there's also so, Napoleon Dynamite. Oh wait, that's, a, that's yeah, the wrong Napoleon. Right. That's the wrong one. Um it's I'm so not like, sure um, which one I would find more annoying. I don't
2: honestly. know. I'm I'm a huge like Ridley Scott fan, but then yeah, no,
0: me too. I love
2: his I love comments too. about just like you know when he did to Be Just and stuff like that, and casting like black people. I was just kind of like, I know. Why are y'all doing this to me? I like I like yeah, your films. You're
1: making it hard to like you, buddy. Like
2: you know, you're making it real hard. So I'm like, I think I'll just stick with. I guess I'll just stick with the past things that I do right. like, exactly, and just and just ride with that because like I'm cause no stuff. offense to nobody, yeah, like for real, like really, <laughs> and like no offense to anybody, but like I wasn't gonna go see no Napoleon, like even though it's a Ridley right. Scott film, it's just one of those things where it's like making period pieces for the sake of it to to i don't know to it feels now like they're not making them for like educational purposes like because I, I used to love like a period piece like you you that's pretty much how some people get like that information because they ain't teaching it in school and if they are teaching it in school they ain't teaching it the right way so like right sometimes you get that exposure from a film and then you're like oh let me go like research it myself or yeah, go look yeah, into exactly. it myself that's right it's say,
1: like yeah yeah, yeah.
2: It sparks that, right? Like, Film you know, because I'm not saying like, me, yeah. you. you know what I mean. And like, I feel mm-hmm. like now they're not using it to spark, um, like like thoughts in people. I feel like they're doing it as like a like the opposite of a, of an agenda, or maybe like it's an agenda well, or really just like a came one focus,
0: right? And was like, I don't agenda. care if it's you know, yeah, accurate. And like, I'm just gonna there, do it. There is my way.
1: There, yeah. Like I even say, and like I did a review on TikTok about it where I do say it's kind of historical fiction. But there's a there's a video of an actual like historian that actually like broke it down and it's he does a really nice. great job and he's and a lot of it is close to like close like to the annoying. battles themselves are pretty accurate um from what this this historian was saying um the stuff with like between him and josephine who knows like there was one there was one moment oh, and sure. i saw an article about this moment too so there's a moment where they're getting spoiler alert getting divorced Basically, they're like,
2: <laughs> separating.
1: I mean, we know that Spooler. happens.
2: it's in, so, in the so. <laughs> book <I> <laughs>
1: Spoiler alone, it's 300 years old or whatever. Like, yeah, you it. don't know you're <laughs> Napoleon by now. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't know much, but, but there was a moment in that scene that totally surprised me. I was like, would that felt improvised? And then later on, I just saw an article mm-hmm. talking about that scene. And it's like, yeah, like he, Joaquin and Verna- Vanessa Kirby got together and decided on that no one else knew that was going to happen though so it did feel Mm -hmm. very like so that was like really great to see you know so it's like that probably didn't happen maybe you know what i mean so like because they chose to do that on in the moment you know so
0: okay but if we go back to the 90s braveheart is one of the most beloved films of all time and it is wildly inaccurate like yeah there's nothing that guy didn't even exist or the patriot is another one that's like people like i love this film but who is that guy nobody from history that's
1: essentially Braveheart, revolutionary war. No, for sure. It really was, but that's great. You know, It's funny because I was
0: looking at the lethal weapon series and I realized that that guy, Mel Mel Gibson was the first guy that ever disappointed me to the point where I was like, I'm not going to be watching your movies for a while. I know. And lethal weapon was my, like I watched those. Oh yeah. Constantly. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I absolutely adored all of them. Uh, And if they were going to be like, we're making a fit, I would have been like, I'm on board. I will go to the theater. Yeah. But I mean, like, has honestly, talked-
2: that's a franchise they could have kept going, like Fast and the Furious. Yeah, for me, like totally. But they never took it over the top. Like, they going. never.
0: They didn't fast Fast and the Furious it. They just kept layering it, which was really nice. The jokes right. were they're like got more. Add a new bad guy or something. Right. Add like, a new good guy. Add a new bad or, guy. Right. You're Find the subject well, matter you. of the time. You know, so yeah. like the fourth one, they're talking about uh child trap or child and human trafficking in general. Yeah. Um. So like, they always had a like yeah, topic that they were on. I don't know. Great. Uh, great action flicks richard they have talked about another (laughs) one because richard
1: donner had one ready to go right and mel gibson has publicly said that he's gonna actually take it over and direct the next i mean he's a good director he's a really good director director. yeah yeah exactly
2: so can he keep his
1: mouth shut (laughs) i know you know that's what yeah it's
2: I yeah. mean, I feel like he kind of has, but you never know. Once you put him in a position of power, he might just start the well, just start the, the talking about it. Model,
0: we know it about him, so it's not like he has to hide it. He just has to yeah. act like I mean, a good person again, you know. And he's an which
2: actor, for so. him is probably hiding it. Like I'm just <laughs> like I don't That's I don't terrible. know him, but, but no. it's it's kind of like but but i think like okay but this is what like the point i was trying to say about about really scott about these films i don't feel like they're because i couldn't because i couldn't figure out the words so i thank y'all for talking because i couldn't like figure it out but like i feel like instead of it being like let me show you this thing to help you learn about it like you know make it interesting so you can learn about it i feel like it's just a way to like isolate diversity now like i don't think they're doing it as like a Let's teach. It's a teaching thing. Like, let's bring this something that you didn't know. Let's bring it to the screen so you could. That's how I learned a lot of stuff. It wasn't like early in school. It was like I watched this movie that had somebody that they said was accurate. I'm like, I don't believe you. And I will go and check it out. And now, like, I just I'm I'm just like looking at all this stuff. But now it just feels like they're doing it so that they don't have to cast like people of color. Because the first thing that people want to say is like, um, well, is this back in the day. These people didn't exist here yeah. at this time. And I'm just kind of like, okay. But that's just personally what it feels like. It, yeah. I could be 100% wrong, but that's just personally what it feels like. So I just there don't was, feel the need to go see a...
1: Yeah. There was me. like one black actor who was a French soldier in, in this movie. Um, and that was like... Like oh, and he had lines and everything. I was like, "That's awesome to see that," but like, it was a very tiny role, you know. Like, but then the mm-hmm. rest, like, like, no, you know, anywhere, yep. no people of color anywhere else, yeah, yeah, except you know, for when he went to Egypt and I was fighting.
0: Well, yeah, because uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're the other so, though in that situation. Right exactly.
1: There, yeah, like yeah, there's no yeah yeah exactly. There's a blanket like army basically, right? So, but
0: so and I always think about to, that movie oh, sorry,
1: that I wish they would have kind of like got into is more of like Napoleon's like really great tactical mind. Like mm-hmm. we talk mm. about Napoleonic tactics and a lot of them are still, still used today. Like, like we didn't like really get into like his like mind and like how he sees a battlefield, you know, and like, that would have been some, interesting like, to me. Yeah. Stuff that he did. Yeah. No, that, that, that would have been, been Never great. done before, but
2: all they do, all I know about Napoleon is, the, is the, is the, um, like, people have that Napoleon feel, like, yeah, like Napoleon short man com- Complex. Yeah, yeah, complex, Napoleon complex. Yeah. I'm like, that's all society has told me about Napoleon. And this <laughs> would have been a great time to kind of like, <laughs> to kind of like bring out, like, like, like Bryce said, bring out like the strategic mind of him. Yeah. Because, like you said, they still use his tactics today. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, that would have been interesting to kind of like, like, remember how like Limitless, like the movie Limitless, like you could see like through his eyes, you could see yeah. like how he sees mm. things. That would probably have been a cool perspective. For Napoleon, if yeah. they had done that, that'd probably been cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, because you see early on, like in the beginning of the film, his like just his passion for it, and like just how smart he was with that kind of thing. You know, I totally took the British by surprise. And um, one of the only you see a little bit of like the Napoleon complex kind of come through, you know, because he, but
0: <laughs> which he's are six kind of two, the, the right? that are, isn't
1: Joaquin what's that Phoenix
0: six, two or something. Like he's not a short guy. He is
1: taller. Like, yeah, he's, I don't know yeah. if he's that tall, but still, he's not like Napoleon. He's, he's definitely like
0: taller than Napoleon. Right. We're but, getting another, uh, another Wolverine scenario basically.
1: Yeah. But I think too, beyond the, the height thing, I think there was this issue of his, like, he had a lot of insecurity, you know, about things and, and, yeah. uh, had a lot of ego I think that was part of his complex that we saw which were like some of the Mm. more funny bits that came through was like I think them touching on his Napoleon complex but that's
0: just my interpretation so fair you're making me want to watch it more than I did want to watch it so that's a good thing (laughs)
2: yeah no like like, seriously you are like I kind of like now I'm kind of like maybe I need to check it out
0: (laughs) so we do (laughs) have two movies that we want to talk about tonight and uh, I do want to make sure we get plenty of time for both because one of them is a three hour biopic period piece if you will uh so yeah. we we'll definitely want to get into this so why don't we jump right into barbie i'm so
1: glad you said biopic because i've said it that way for so long
0: instead of biopic how do people yeah yeah it's always been biopic to me but Bi-
1: i know i've biopic. always said that way yeah. and then i started changing it to biopic so i'm like so glad i think it's like it
0: potato this. potato like you i know yeah it. i'm like <laughs> the way yeah I've
1: Heard others say biopic so whatever
2: i, yeah, I say biopic
0: i yeah. think i've heard like yeah critics that you know the like the recognized critics say biopic so i don't know i'm just yeah, like who, right. who who determines these things other than society so yeah. uh that's it uh i and like I biopic it's the same thing phonetically yeah
2: oh and uh joaquin phoenix is five eight continue
0: okay uh, but yeah. he's not short he's average um yeah so we've got barbie this is of course Greta gerwig's uh big claim to fame this is Ooh, the largest are we going movie for
2: barbie first
0: yeah Oh Barbenheimer. <laughs> Barbie. Why? Was Barbie
1: what you saw first or?
2: No, I watched Oppenheimer first because oh, okay. I figured it would be heavier than Barbie. But oh. they well, both No, are like I, see. I think heavy. they're both
0: heavy. Like, yeah, I think they're equally. But heavy.
2: Barbie's heavier in a in a more digestible way, in my opinion. But continue. That's fair. That's fair.
0: No,
1: don't get but me wrong. In I mean, the order you see these, because like I, I did the whole um double feature in a day thing. So I saw Barbie first earlier
0: in the day and then the evening I saw mm. so yeah to correct myself just because Kristen today. wanted me to little women and of course lady bird as well which we've also oh. lady bird on the show so <laughs> yeah no get me wrong I just those two movies combined didn't make a billion dollars while Barbie of course did so uh
1: yes I think, I think I think mean, it is We could her. even go back to Francis
0: Ha right there's there's and, a yeah. I think Barbie will make a mark uh, forever for her yeah um so let's get into this let's 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 Tackle the the Barbie, the the Barb of the inheimer if you will. um yeah. Why don't we start with uh Law and tell us what you thought of Barbie?
2: Okay, so I remember when we were do- we're, we were doing the show, and I think uh we did one of Biggie's reviews, and he was talking about Barbie coming out and all this kind of stuff, and we were kind of like talking about it as a group, and I was like, "Who asked for this movie?" Um, I'm still kind of like who asked for this movie. Like I'm just the brains behind this so shout out to Greta. Cause she was just, I think her brain just like expanded and opened open when she was like, writing this. her and her partner. Um, but I went to this husband movie. husband was like,
1: how are we going to do this? Like,
2: he, like, no, like, like for real. I, I don't know
1: how to do this.
2: <laughs> like, like aesthetically is beautiful. Like, and it's, and it's, and it's, and it's like very true to like, growing Mm -hmm. up with Barbies and I played with Barbies and I had a dream house and I had a Barbie like Jeep car. And I had all these, I had all these things. Like I was, uh, I was like the little girls Mm -hmm. in the beginning, which I was kind of like, there's, there's no black girls in the beginning of this for the space odyssey, like kind of recreation thingy. I was like, yeah, all right. Um, but I kind of went in annoyed a little bit, but I had to let the film continue. You know what I mean? Sometimes you gotta, let the, you gotta let the film continue. I was a little annoyed by all the high Barbies and the high Barbies and the high Kens. I was just like, okay, we get it; they're all Barbies and Kens. Let's let's get to like let's Don't get to get something Alan. else on I mean, this. I was getting kind of annoyed. Alan's amazing. Shout out to Michael Sarah because he was he was great as Alan. I wish there was more Allen though. Uh, I want the Allen cut, but um,
0: <laughs> the Allen cut, I love
2: it. Yeah, I want the Allen cut, but um, I was kind of annoyed in the beginning, but then once the story started to actually happen and I started to see. Their mind and where they were going, I found it was like a very interesting take on like a live action like Barbie film because this could have went like really sideways. And I feel like if you stick with it, it it turns into like a really, really beautiful, empowering story. Now I can see why there are a lot of um do bros online with their feelings towards this, because. Oh my God, it's 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 not a movie made for you. <laughs> and what am I gonna do if the movie isn't made for me to make me feel great about me? I don't want women to feel good about themselves. Go <laughs> and out so,
0: and cross the hallway to Oppenheimer. Just saying. Right. I'm
2: just saying you do what you do. Or just accept that this is a pretty, pretty darn good film or for women.
1: Leave. Don't go to Oppenheimer, go to therapy. <laughs> there's that. <laughs> or exactly. There's, that. there's
2: you know actually definitely go to therapy bullshit. first and then come back yeah. and watch and watch Barbie. And maybe yes. you will appreciate it. Um but I thought it was a really good story. Um I thought it was very interesting. There was some. Su- I really I I kind of feel like my understanding of it got muddled somewhere in there because mm-hmm. it seems like the outside world kind of um affects the Barbie land world. But then it seems like the Barbie land world affects the outside world. But I don't see how that happens because like with Barbie, it was a straight connection from like the the woman playing with her and being connected to her. And that's what changed her. But I want to know how did Ken become like wanted in the real world because he was more like selfish in there were, like who was he attached to and they never quite showed that so like my brain was just kind of like lost at that moment but I didn't let that overshadow the fact that um it had a lot of heart this film. But yeah.
0: What do you think, Brian? I could
2: talk about it more when we discuss, but yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: About. What'd you think, sir?
1: Uh I saw it twice in the theater. Um double both times. Yeah. Uh love this movie, man. It's like I wasn't expecting to love it as much as I do and wasn't expecting to cry as much as I did. Um it's just I don't know. It's it's like it's right up there. Like my humor, like immediately I was on board. Uh like it's just so just ridiculous. Um some of the humor. I mean it's just I don't know. I can I I can't even really put into words. I just really, really love this movie. Um was I really wanted to get it on physical media but I was disappointed because they didn't Put out a uh, steel book, which which they do that sometimes. They'll put out just the 4K, and then for some reason they wait to put it. So I'm waiting for the because they want you to steelbook. buy it twice. Hopefully, yeah, because <laughs> I want to buy it twice. Facts. So I don't own it, but I will eventually. Same thing with Oppenheimer. oppenheimer just got like sold out, but um, um, yeah. I mean, I really love like what it has to say. You know, I mean, someone <laughs> the whole like Rob. Uh, Thomas <laughs> like sequence. of that play of the guitar. Like,
0: do you mind if I play the guitar? Like four at you hours, for four later. and a half minutes. Oh my god! Yeah, stare into your eyes. Yeah, I, so like, eyes. Just, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, everyone's like really great. I mean, even like the little narration from Helen Mirren is so
0: good that mm-hmm. pops in there. Marco Robbie <laughs> is the wrong person to choose. To <laughs> I
2: love that. No, that was a yeah. that was a great. I was like, for me, that deserved my money. That <laughs> yeah. that that's. Part alone, I was like, "You deserve my money." I wish I would have saw this in theaters for <laughs> that, yeah. that moment alone.
1: Man, it was yeah, it was a it was a good theater going ex- experience too. Um, like seeing, like it was, everyone was on board. Like everyone was dressed up. You know, um, mm-hmm. I wore this shirt, so I I didn't really get fully totally <laughs> dressed. Up, but <laughs> but you're wearing pink, um, it works. But yeah, but that was that was great to see that. You know, like everyone really like coming together. For this like great community experience um yeah just an incredible movie there's been already talked like margot robbie has mentioned like a uh, second barbie film and she's like like no we're not gonna do a second one there's n- no reason to do a second one she says so
2: because right like no she's they the
1: definitely want one yeah
0: Oh yeah, Warner Brothers yeah, is like, how do we get a Barbie sequel? How do yeah, we get a Barbie? Which
1: sequel? is another thing, like, I was like wanting to talk about was like the whole bullshit with David Zaslav, who I like hate. With uh, like, I have a I have a voodoo doll of David Zaslav <laughs> here that I made. Um <laughs> I don't, but but he is like he is an idiot. Okay, he doesn't he has not not a creative bone in his body. He claims to be a cinephile which is why he like really wanted to get into the Warner brothers side of things. But he comes from reality TV and which is one of the reasons why I think he's so like, it's so easy for him to like throw these movies away and get tax write-offs because he probably did that a million times with like, who knows how many reality TV shows he They just threw away Mm -hmm. because those are cheap. They're easy to make. He's like, ah, we're not going to do this one. And then gets a bunch of tax write-offs on these shows. Um, a little different with this but you can you can see he doesn't really he's not an actual true cinephile like he or else he would well like he took care our back
0: girl away and i'll movies. never forgive yeah. him for that like yeah. i'll never forgive for that i'm
1: but the whole thing behind this movie was one of the reasons like barbie and Oppenheimer. i wanted to talk about the barbenheimer like phenomenon was there wasn't a lot of marketing behind this movie and then Zaslav, like as soon as he saw like all the word of mouth and the Barbenheimer thing happening, that's when he dumped a bunch of money into it. And then he's trying to claim like, oh yeah, Barbie did so well because of marketing and all the money that I put into it. it. Is like,
0: no, it's no. because of us. We saw of, like, Margot Robbie yeah. is gonna play Barbie. We yeah, so we that hyped it up out on Barbenheimer Day. Like and it created became this a, thing. like a thing,
2: right?
1: Exactly. So it's like and I didn't need all this marketing. It was so I
2: mean if we been if we being honest, I feel like um Christopher Nolan kind of did more for the Barbie movie than than he did right. because yeah. like if, if he wasn't cuz I really feel like if 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 Christopher Nolan didn't come out about like how like real cinema and movies and people need to go see movies and this is a real movie and people are like, okay, calm down. All right, y'all. Let's just go see it together as like a two a two feature. Yeah. I don't think it would ever happen. So yeah. like let's not act like you had any hand dude. I like, know. come on, man.
1: Yeah. And like the fun stuff come. they would do were like Greta and Margo would buy tickets to Oppenheimer.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know? And like vice versa. Like it was so fun to see like that they did their own marketing. Was, like, marketing like, yeah. Ah like, oh, man.
0: Well, and yeah, Margo, of course, so. dressed up in every single possible Barbie outfit. Like <laughs> they ever had yeah. and i think that oh man been just fun to like have access yeah. to all that
2: yeah and i feel like the premiere helped with that too i feel like because actors are like their own billboard you know what i mean like yeah margot robbie literally like marketed herself but also the movie by dressing up as like classic barbie and classic like anytime she went to a different mi- premiere she was like in a classic yeah, did, like, barbie own, like, barbie like yeah and, like yeah. outfit and it was like it made you want to see the movie to see what she had on in there even if you didn't really go for the story but you went for the mm-hmm. clothes and then like you figured out that the story was like a really good story you yeah. know so
1: also this movie like <clears throat> is just a testament to the the like financial power of women like women have like so much financial control that like some like men in, in power still don't understand that like they still don't want to get behind these certain things mm-hmm. and that's another reason like this was like so hyped because women were like uh yes please i'm i, I have my <laughs> own financial independence like so many women do these days you know so it's like yeah that's why i made a billion dollars and even Margot herself was like this is going to make a billion dollars and it like surpassed that i mean she's a producer on it so she had a lot of like her own she made get some in the game money. you know like yeah and it's like I mean it's amazing like it's I mean it, it technically did better than Oppenheimer but <laughs> so um but yeah that's it's just an incredible movie like
2: I mean of on I, I mean yeah. Yeah. I think Oppenheimer was like a hundred million mil away from one billion I think
1: yeah one well, the I think thing was too.
2: like nine hundred well
1: Oppenheimer had to stay in theaters longer than Barbie mm-hmm. did Barbie made that money like with a quick yeah 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 where like wasn't it like three like,
0: weeks that it was at a billion four weeks yeah for it was, like, it was, it was a nuts. ridiculous yeah. Fast, yeah fast track yeah yeah didn't did not take long. <clears throat> um
2: what did you think of Barbie Snake?
0: I, I I'm with Brian I cried both times I watched this um and I rewatched it today I must not to have feelings sure. anymore <laughs> so I th- Maybe it's, it's the, the human the time. it's the humanness <laughs> of it all my my favorite part yeah. of the movie is when she's sitting at the bus stop with the old lady. And she's just taking in our yeah. world because it's something I try mm-hmm. to do all the time with people. I just try to watch people and just see what enjoyment they're getting in life or, or sadness for that matter, um, mm-hmm. because all the feelings matter. It's like all the movie things, but all the, all the emotion. Um, it's, it just felt genuine. The whole film felt genuine, right. which is so funny because it's a fake facade almost through the entire film, but yeah. it feels wildly genuine. And Rhea Perlman, of coming not out of nowhere she's been doing animation for a long time but uh, I haven't seen her on screen like that in a while and it she just there's something warm and fuzzy about her you know explaining to Barbie how to just be a person I, I don't know it just it it killed me and I and I think it was important to talk about the patriarchy and what it's done to this oh, world yeah. and could do to an imaginary world uh mm-hmm. it's something that if you're a fragile male maybe you need to watch Barbie and take it seriously uh, and yeah. watch it for what it is because it's trying to tell you there's a problem and you're not listening so mm-hmm. yeah that's 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 one of my yeah. takes on the movie i don't know it, it's it's yeah. an emotional roller coaster but it's also hilarious oh it
1: is it's like but it's a good balance you know of this like ridiculous comedic stuff i mean ryan gosling god bless him just <laughs> just own that role mm-hmm. you know
0: like <laughs>
2: he was literally knuff like he was enough like he was
0: <laughs> dude IM i mean Ken he took that is, to heart is such like, a brilliant sequence like, yeah and like that whole like
1: musical sequence like yeah. um some of the, like i think it wasn't any creative folks but some people didn't want that in there like they were like ah oh, we can remove this you know like when they did screenings for it or whatever um but like they fought for it, you know, and kept it in. So. It needed to be there.
0: Like it showed. Yeah. It, not only, people don't even realize that Ryan can sing. That was Ryan singing. Yeah, like exactly. He's already no, been singing yeah. since he was a kid. Uh, yeah. So it's nice that they picked an actor that could sing, and then they picked an oh, actor. Mickey
2: Mouse Club. Right, yeah,
0: exactly. right. So yeah. they picked an actor that could sing. They picked an actor that can be hot as hell, but also play a complete douchebag. And like he, yeah, he's like the ultimate douchebag. And it's mm-hmm. it's perfect. Like you couldn't yeah. have got a different person to play that role. Like
1: yeah. And the thing is, too, like you don't like you don't hate him though either. Like you You don't—he's not like, yeah, he's not like this villain. You know what I mean? But he's he still has this antagonist thing. But but yeah, he's just like this kind of like.
2: But he's like a a kid that needs to learn, right? It's like it's like a kid trying sugar for the first time. Like they're going to OD. They're (laughs) right. You know, they're going to OD. He OD'd on a, 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 a need a need but yeah. a, but a feel and a need that he didn't know he needed until he saw it right like because mm-hmm. in his world he doesn't get that type of attention the attention that he's been looking for yeah and he he doesn't get that and then he stepped into the real world and all of yeah. a sudden it's like people respect me and they're talking to me and i ask a question and they listen and like they they kind of do what i like what yeah. like this and of is of course kinda, he's like
1: of course, he's taken some of that too, like a little no, too for sure. far to where a everyone's too, like, yeah, no, somebody asked sure. me the time, he's a, right? <laughs> Yeah, the time. <laughs> you,
2: know, you, you know, because it's like, because it's because he's a child, like he's Your a child. And in character. all honesty, everybody in Barbie land is a child, including the Barbies, even though they are like, well, you, think, you know, president and all that kind of stuff. But like, yeah, they're still not like weird Barbie, childlike.
0: Yeah, Weird Barbie. Weird she's, Barbie, She's the, girl, girl, girl. Right? She's the like, Yeah.
2: But see, but but Weird Barbie has lived a life. That's right. True. So when you she's have lived a L. life, she's true. gained wisdom and experience. Yeah. So like, yeah, she's a little weird, but like that's the person you go to for advice because she's living she's like lived a life. Mind you, I've had a weird Barbie, so those do exist. I think <laughs> no, that's yeah, no, that, I, so I will This is all based on fact, yeah.
0: which is weird, but so like
2: funny. the little elements that's in here, like are just great, or like even like the writing, like the wording, the phrasing of things It's just like to me, that's what stood out the most. Of course, it's beautiful. You know, pink ain't my favorite color, but you know, it's fine. Like I'm about to like throw a film under the under under the bus. Well, it's because like it a barbie pink.
0: color. You can't you can't You know what
2: I mean? Or. Like that's that'll be that'll be wild. But like
1: that was another thing too it, about. It just the has barbie so many paint.
2: elements to it. It has so many elements to it that yeah. I that I thoroughly and that I thoroughly enjoy, especially the writing. I think the writing, for me is yeah. the the wording and the phrasing of things like the, when they were in the real world and, and he, and like Ken has his perspective and she yeah, had the totally. same perspective, but it's opposite. Uh-huh. And she's like, she's like, I'm getting the same feeling, but it, but it feels more like violence. Like, it feels yeah. right. <laughs> it's like and right. I was, There's like, but I was like, that's violence. a perfect <laughs> like, way. Yeah, to
1: first get there, yeah, really.
2: a perfect way to explain so, yeah. how women feel when they're just like walking down the street and men do the things that they're doing. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it was good. It was really good.
0: I, I, Going, i love the
2: going the back right to the oh,
1: go sorry, ahead Brian. Guys. no
0: please please please
1: i was just gonna mention real quick the barbie pink thing like it was such a specific color pink that they like they bought so much like pink paint that they like they were running out like they couldn't buy anymore like they they used so much of that color yeah. paint. did they
0: rename it barbie pink
1: i don't know but they, should. <laughs> they probably should but at a, this point they probably paint. should yeah, yeah.
2: I, they they probably should. It'll probably it'll probably market it better. People probably buy that thing probably. all the time yeah. like, <laughs> if it's Barbie pink. I,
0: the, the the writing, you're 100. percent But it's even just the littlest yeah. jokes, like, "Oh, the president's here." Yes, I am. You're welcome. Just little, <laughs> you're right. Little subtle things. <laughs> uh, talking yeah. about the different Barbies that were discontinued was just fun and and subtle. Yeah. Um, like like that. It was the, extremely
2: the... meta. It was, like, yeah. it was like It was like it was like a meta sandwich. It was like. It was like meta within meta because like even Hella Mirren's, like voiceover is meta. There's yeah. in like Barbie into the real world is meta because right. like mm-hmm. it's just that was just like very interesting. But there, to there's me your so.
0: answer, Law. You, you asked, How did Ken get so everything he did that changed Barbie land automatically changed the production of the toys? It didn't change anything else in our world, but the toys started yeah, coming out toys different. Right. Itself. Just the yeah. this Ken doll is now like I'm um, you know, casa house. Yeah, the Mojo Dojo, Mojo Dojo. Mojo Dojo <laughs> Yeah.
2: Like, they were selling <laughs> just, those, and then it's, but like, I just, bad. but my brain, but my brain still doesn't sync up with it, because it's, it's, because it's, it's kind of, like, they established it with Barbie having, like, a conduit, right? Like, essentially, like, Barbie and this human are connected, right? Right. So, like, but so who is, who is Ken connected to for Mattel. that to even happen?
0: Mattel. directly. Um. So, yeah. this is, this is so my piece of advice. Everything
1: he did <laughs> changed, like, yeah, their toy line, basically. Right. Yeah. But
0: here's my piece of advice for this movie. Best not to think too much about it. That's that's my best approach for this
2: film. I yeah. can't just, help just it. That's let just let how it my does. brain works. Like that's just kind of how my brain works because it's it. like I just feel like it was already like an established thing that like the reason why Barbie is affected is because she's she's connected to this human that affected her. So like they have a, a thing that like they affect yeah, each other.
1: So it, but it doesn't go the other way though. So like whatever Barbie does doesn't affect um America right, forever. so how
2: is it that what what Ken does affects Mattel? Like that's what I'm not. But but I'm, listen, I'm not gonna get into this thing and be like, this movie is terrible so it's the because Magic of, this of Barbie, thing that, Barbie I don't Land get.
0: that creates the toys for Mattel. They have a they have a tap into the portal. That's the only thing I can yeah. figure out. And ultimately, if you look, like even the CEO and and all of his executives going to Barbie Land, mm-hmm. one of them actually gets hurt. From getting shot, even though there were no weapons yeah. of any kind, so like mm-hmm. it started to have a real effect on them, you know, in in that, their new reality. That's the whole so, thing too. Know. Is
1: like none of this happens until Ken goes to the real world, right? So the thing is, he's taking this. So it's essentially, so essentially, it's actually the real world that's affecting that because of his experience with it, and then it turns everything, you know. So they, so it doesn't really mess with those rules because everything changes even with barbie it changes i have it when you have the real world
0: you're totally right but taking it from there just to kind of connect it for law it's not that ken did anything it's that all the barbies were yeah. brainwashed to believe that ken was doing something right so their transmission yeah. of being barbie was starting to be sent to our world just like marco robbie's barbie gets sent to our world right so it was it was never about ken it was always about how the barbies were manipulated
1: their experience in barbie
0: land oh, like okay. yeah
2: i can sit with uh, that a little bit better.
0: Just a, I'm trying to do my best with with what. We're no, no, no. It's cool. I think much, I but. think
2: that's I think that's always going to be a disconnect for me in this film. That's that's always going to be a disconnect because it's just it just personally feels like a, a, just a missed information, just a touch of well, a misinformation. Unless I have to watch the film again to see like maybe there's like a word wording or phrasing or something that I miss to see that. Here's but overall, more. I mean, it's still a good film.
0: Here's one more yeah. little piece that might help. Remember. CEO specifically says that that uh, the creator of Barbie's ghost lives on the 17th floor of Mattel. So there's already mm-hmm. yeah. magical shit happening in that building. Right. Like, Mattel's already like weird.
2: No, for sure. Because they <laughs> knew because they knew like that was the real Barbie. Like right. nobody in that like corporate office was like, ah, it's fine. They know about Barbie land. They know mm-hmm. that Barbie yeah. land exists. You know, I just mm-hmm. maybe if I would know how they tapped into that, maybe I would be like, Maybe the that
0: would erase everything? everything,
2: right? That's what I'm saying. Okay, that right. makes sense.
0: Because we'll that see Skipper with skipper. the kids in Florida like doing the whole thing. Yeah,
2: that makes that thing. makes sense. Midge yeah. will be there, she'll still be pregnant, you know. <laughs> yeah.
0: So
1: Barbie with the TV. Wish I'm that mid. was wish that was Emerald Fennell, The director. Was it really? She oh. was she was the pregnant one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she, she <laughs> makes an appearance
0: in this. Uh I think the there was no no better selection than John Cena for the mermaid Ken. <laughs> um, yeah and Dua Lipa I and mean, we don't ever get yeah. to see the mermaid men until that moment
1: right yeah yeah
0: which is great <laughs> uh, the guy that was in um, Secret Wars uh, yeah. who played the antagonist mm-hmm. uh, kind of like a subtle side character but really just like his gagging part so. the flat feet part was just you know yeah. just, I-, I loved the flat, the, flat the whole frame. thing about
1: like having you know having to go and like um pretend like you've never seen the godfather and like wanting wanting to explain to you <laughs> like
0: <laughs> and, it, and the points oh they God. made were points that are authentically made by bros by film bros yeah so oh, yeah, yeah they so really paid attention to that which i thought yeah. was great um just so I yeah. his name is uh
2: kingsley benadere i believe yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah that's
1: yeah. uh, him yeah He's been doing great.
2: I mean this this film had like so many named yeah. people in it. Like so many like just down the line of like just so mm-hmm. many like faces that you know you like you know, but then like faces that like I kinda wanna get to know. Like, yeah. um it was the one Barbie, uh, I don't know, I can't remember her name I don't know which Barbie she was. Yeah. But um Maybe Diplomat Barbie, maybe, or something like that. But, like, I just, I I don't know. I just love that it was just, like, so many different, like, Barbies. They
0: should be breaking their names down like that. Lawyer Barbie, Dr. Barbie, but they don't. No, They just say Barbie. That's frustrating. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is fine.
2: I mean, if you you go on Wikipedia, you see it, but. Well, that's true.
0: I think IMDb's (laughs) fallen short then. Um, So, um,
1: I want to talk about the cinematographer. Yes. Please. So Rodrigo Prieto is the DP on this, and it's it's insane because he's like this is just why I love one of the reasons I love cinematography and like how talented cinematographers are. So Rodrigo <laughs> what? shot I just this, saw right?
0: Sorry,
1: yeah. And then <laughs> he has another movie that came out recently called Killers of the Flower Moon. <laughs> so it's like right. he's shot this insane like. Just fancy world Barbie movie, and then he's gonna. He's done a lot of other like Mountain,
0: of Broke Back Street, Mountain, Wolf of Wall Street, Babel, yeah. Argo, all yeah. beautiful films. Yeah,
2: um, I mean he's he's directed some. Uh, he did some Taylor Swift videos. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, yeah. Know no. If director, you're Taylor if you're a band videos. director, I mean, you started. He's in out videos. there, man. I think that's yeah, Always,
2: of, yeah, not so. thing you do, yeah.
1: yeah. did, Yeah, or a lot of DPS used to be gaffers, right? Too is that like a way they. You know, because a gaffer, it is. for those who don't know, is like Water a for Elephants, like right
0: hand man, which was a beautiful, not a great film, but a beautiful film. Uh, I mean, did
2: Alexander, Alexander is a like aesthetically, it's a beautiful film
0: again, yeah, yeah. beautifully uh, shot. Uh, 25th hour, same well, 25th hour's got a good element. Oh, he did Eight Mile, yeah, oh, I, just like like I just like the difference. I just like Mile the difference. and Barbie, like, I uh, uh, like,
2: <laughs> no, but think about it though, it makes sense because think about like, okay, so think about. Like the beauty that's like Brokeback Mountain, right? You kind of yeah. get that beauty in, in Barbie Land. Mm-hmm. But then think about the grit of 8 Mile. You get that in the real world right. because it has like a grayscale, like a bluish grayscale when you get to you the to you the had real to shoot world. two like different styles,
1: basically. Yep.
2: Yeah. So yeah, it was Barbie like Barbie had to look fake. Yeah.
1: You know, and just like right. pristine. She looked, so like-
2: she looked out of place in our mm-hmm. world until like she kind of started to like blend a little bit like right. her hair wasn't as her hair wasn't as blonde her skin wasn't as like yeah, you know vibrant and pink like ab, she was kind of like uh-huh. desaturating a little bit like yeah. blending in
0: so did Ken's abs bother anyone no. uh, I'm talking about uh, I should say main Ken like stereotypical Ken um I don't know it felt like, like 300 abs like Ryan
2: Gosling Yeah, Gosling's abs
0: just felt 300 to me like I they mean, were sprayed
2: on. mean I feel like he got ass like that. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm not saying
0: he doesn't, because I've seen um,
2: crazy. crazy. But they say he love. had a, but they, but yeah. he like, said he had a spray tan in this, in this song. He said he has a tan. So oh, he does. I think That's they true. purposely, I think they purposely made him like a little bit more orangey. And I think that could t- define his body just a little bit more. It, I mean, yeah, possibly.
1: it
0: does. Because it has what bodybuilders do. No, yeah, these so. days, they just start here and just slather. It's just yeah bizarre. <laughs> um at least competitive bodybuilders that's what you right know. yeah the, blowing my mind with the the cinematographer but you usually do yeah you usually you know point them out and i go holy shit that's yeah that's pretty great um 21 grams even holy shit okay
2: yeah that's been around and like and killers of the flower moon was was aesthetically beautiful like yeah. it was still oh, the story great. but if we're just talking about the beauty of it like it was 100% beautiful, like the oh, things yeah. that, that he did in that film, so.
0: He's starting to, like, build a, a Deacon-style filmography there, though. Like, that's not a...
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, he's worked for Scorsese for a while now. You right. Know, so.
2: Yeah.
0: So I have to be... Ha- I have to say, happily, Will Ferrell didn't try to steal the show. He... Was Will Ferrell, yeah. and it was fine. He kept it real then, yeah. but it was it was dialed down, and some of the things were funny, like oh, that, tickle me, tickle me, what, don't hug me, don't hug, like <laughs> little subtle things that were not too much for me. But he he can drive me pretty batty um, yeah. most
2: times. Yeah, I'm not a Will Ferrell fan, and when I saw him in the in the boardroom, I was like, it was going so well, and then I wasn't mad at it. I was like, okay, you you need it. Yeah, he was. You fine. wanted Will, you wanted him for like his zany quality, mm-hmm. which. Well, his ensemble I feel like, people I feel like Greta as a <laughs> yeah. yeah and I feel like yeah, I feel like together. Greta as a as good. a director was able to be like just tone it down a little bit she might have to use those words but I think she mm-hmm. got him to a sweet spot right. that was like this will make the film but it won't break the film so it's one of those things where it's like I could tolerate Will Ferrell in this Well, one. I think
1: Greta's Greta like encourages like improvisation too so which Will Will Ferrell's you know very keen to do also, so I think there's some of that.
0: Agreed. Yeah. I love seeing all of the the entire board on a bicycle together. That was <laughs> yeah, I, that was my favorite between yeah, really secrets. logic. Yeah, although Ken throwing up several times was was humorous. So <laughs> uh, I do find humor you know humor in the throw up and the.
1: I love all of that stuff. too. Like that was all like mechanically made. You know, they made all those like little mini mm-hmm. sets and everything. Just like
0: so, which means they made so that bike. Like awesome. they made a bike that would hold. You know 20 people yeah and yeah and just made them sit on and the stage still, like, and pull cool in and camera tricks and right and yeah games. yeah because so they just they just awesome. panned across them right for the for the movement of the bicycle i would yeah. assume nothing serious yeah a lot of
1: it's like yeah yeah um they play with like depth of field and everything and something right. like that so it's but it's like
2: old school like it's like old school movie old school yeah movie. well you, but, you can go back to like know, earth, like puppet bu- like the puppeteering beginnings of film type, type, for of, type of stuff. thing Yeah it's like we got people below the thing like here's the water and they're like <laughs> exactly. the no, that's what was
1: happening like that's people exactly what the, it off, is yeah. Off, yeah off camera like m- like, move, like you know like, mechanically things, it's, like
2: it's giving like um like when i went to go see lion king on, like on not, not on broadway Thunder. but like yeah it was like when yeah. i was go see the lion king and they were like lions but they were all like yeah it was like the yeah, lion yeah. thing was here I but they were that. like the apparatus you know mm-hmm. it was like very 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 cool so like I mean, I actually like stuff like that. I feel like if you can fit like those type of like, you know, pastimes into your to your films, you can make you can create something that's that's pretty dope. I feel
0: there are some shots in this movie that are actually taken directly out of other films as like an homage to earlier films as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Specifically, when Weird Barbie comes uh, on scene, her entire entrance is from another film um, completely. Uh, Which is just, you know, that's Greta's nod to previous directors, obviously. Yeah. yeah, um, you yeah. know what
2: I would have wished though? I would have wished that I wish that uh, Kate McKinnon could actually do the splits.
0: <laughs> you could tell, I it wish was they would have got leg. her. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's like,
2: and that's the part that I just I was just like, this movie costs how much? And like, we just y'all couldn't get her a good like strength trainer and get her to like do the splits because I mean, she I
0: mean, after so long. Like, <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, but yeah. I feel like I don't know. I feel like if she would have been doing the splits herself, I understand that like she's not a contortionist. I'm not asking her to be a contortionist, but, like yeah. you would have to have a whole different person into that, mm-hmm. into that role. And yeah. I think she fit that too perfectly to have a whole different person no, to do that. But but I would have liked if she was if they if she was actually a little bit more flexible and she could have did something mm-hmm. like the splits herself. And I know a lot of things were like quick and fast and she kind of like will like go down into a split or do something. So like I underst I understand if they had to have like a stand-in or something like that. I don't know. I just think would have just added a little extra something. I feel like, you know, if she could have if some scenes it was like actually her kind of if I mean I feel like if Viola Davis, fifty, could like look the way she looked and like well, well I think she was like 55 or something in Woman King, you can learn how to do the splits.
0: That's fair. <laughs> I'm just fair. Saying. Uh I'm one saying. last thing I'm gonna mention yeah. and then we're gonna rate the movie so we can get it. But on she was great though. Uh but she's I I this is one of those little subtle things again, but it just popped into my head and it was when Barbie's upset and realized she's can screw the world up. She can't fix anything, mm-hmm. and she tears all of her. She tears her jacket off, her shoes. She sits down, and then she flops over exactly like a Barbie. <laughs> like I was, yeah. <laughs> I was like, eh, that was brilliant, subtle but brilliant. You can even hear her squeaking. Yeah. I don't know if you guys caught that. She squeaks as she moves around in that scene, like a Barbie.
2: Oh, Barb. Yeah.
0: Anyway, why don't we rate the movie Law? What do you give Barbie?
2: Um, I give Barbie a solid eight. I think it was really good. Like, uh, I didn't get emotionally hit like you guys did, unfortunately. Um, but the but the sad moments were very sad. Like the sad like like I give Margot Robbie props with how like raw she kind of was in some of these scenes. Like, I think the scene where she was just like, "I'm not pretty anymore." I come. I feel like she was actually like, even though Helen Mirren kind of came in and broke that tension with being like, "You got to cast somebody other than Margot Robbie in this," but you know. You know, we will go with it, but I still feel like Margot Robbie has felt or does feel like that from time to time in her life. Like she's a woman, like we all feel like that for the most part. Um, I felt like she was hitting on some real um real emotions. And I felt like she uh I feel like she really, really brought it. Like I feel like she's actually like I've never been really a big fan of her, her, her acting. But I feel like every film that I've seen her in, which is pretty much like every film that she's been in, <laughs> like that she's been in, she's just gotten better every time I see her on screen, yeah. and I that's one of my favorite things about her is that you can see the talent, and now you can see the talent. You know what I mean? So, I, I, yeah, I give it a solid eight.
0: All right, Brian. Um, I'm, it's
1: like a nine point eight. It's, it's close to a ten as I can. Like it's, it's so good.
0: You can call I it mean, a ten. We won't. We won't. Say you over yeah. movies here. I, I mean, it's like, <laughs> it just
1: does everything for me. Like, um, also, a lot of times, if I'm gonna, if you're gonna get me to cry, then I, I already like kicks it up. So, when I said last week,
2: this- I was like, it's if I cried, it's over, man. You yeah, <laughs>
1: if you're gonna get, yeah, um, yeah. I was just so in from you know the moment it like started all the way to the very end, and just like it, it's so well balanced, like it it tries to like pay homage to like Barbie's history at the same time as trying to like say this profound thing, you know, and also be funny and be dramatic where it needs to be. And just like trying to like, I don't know how she, I don't know how Greta did it. I mean, it's just like, she found this, was this insane tightrope. She had to walk and she did it. Like, it's amazing. So
2: Mm -hmm.
1: we're getting close to a 10.
0: I'm going to give it a nine. Um, I gave it an eight on Letterboxd. I'm going to change that to a nine. Um, mostly because of our conversation and watching it a second time. I think I rated higher the second yeah. time because on the second viewing, I realized I'm going to watch this numerous times now. Like it's going to be something yeah. I watch over oh, and over yeah. again.
1: The rewatchability for me is like, yeah, really great.
0: Um, but I watched, we watched Lady Bird a couple of weeks ago for this show. Um, yeah. And that was my first time ever seeing it. And I had already watched oh, Barbie wow. and then going back and watching Lady Bird. I went, oh oh, okay, now I see the uh-huh. connection. Like, the, the two movies aren't the same at all, but yet I can see the style. I can see the approach uh, to doing something. Because that's, you know, it's coming-of-age tale in Lady Bird, but it's not your typical approach. Like, it's definitely different right. than a normal coming-of-age tale. So I see why somebody was like, hey, that Greta lady could probably do this pretty well. And then they, you know, I can see why. Um, yeah. But yeah, for me, it's a nine, 100%. Let us move on to Oppenheimer. This is, of course, a Christopher Nolan film, his most recent, Uh, and Christopher Nolan does not go small. He always goes big, and he always goes as much on his production with uh, practical effects as he can. Pretty sure the earth burning wasn't real, Um, but hey, uh, we'll we'll get into that. Uh... (laughs) It might have been real, but it wasn't, obviously, it wasn't to scale. No, Um, no,
1: but it was shot practically, and then like you know incorporated in, in a way
0: yeah. which is beautiful and that's that's fine i just <laughs> well and
1: even even like oppenheimer's like visions like the twirling like mm-hmm. lights those were done on the set like right in front of his face in camera like really they did that yeah on that's set a I cg didn't expect. effect or anything like they actually I, that. I knew
0: they weren't cg but i thought they were just like shot in another studio and
1: oh yeah no he was like in the bed or whatever like and they were like swinging these twirling these things oh wow in front of them like yeah <laughs> <laughs> and oh, shot okay.
0: okay yeah uh why don't we go with brian what did you think of oppenheimer since you saw it in the barbenheimer
1: duo yeah um this one i only saw it once just because it's like it's a lot <laughs> um but yeah really really loved it i um i people the 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 only like kind of negative thing i see with barbenheimer is like people are going to want to compare the two Was you like you can't really compare the two films like naturally people want to just because they came out at the same time and like this the whole barbenheimer thing and like which one are you gonna see first and which one's better you know um but i I did love it you know and um like the cinematography for me is like amazing but it's like of van hoitama again who's like been Christopher nolan's kind of go-to dp for a while now um uh and he's always amazing like everything he's done you know he's uh, like he did nope um he's done all kinds of other nolan films and, and interstellar dunkirk tenet
2: tenet right
1: um and and like killian murphy man he's like I'm so glad that he finally he's been working with Nolan for so long and he finally has like, you know, a really powerful lead in a Christopher Nolan movie, you know? Um, So it's great to see that. I mean, everyone is just like, so amazing. There's Emily Blunt. I mean, I have like a major crush on Emily Blunt, but she is so, she's so good. She doesn't need like a whole movie. She has like this one scene, one specific scene. Um and the de- the dep is like during the deposition part, and it's black and white, which I love that part too, where like the black and white versus the color. But she was like she commands that whole screen for like that little bit of screen time she had. Um, and those little lines that she had, like man, it was like I don't know, it was amazing, but um yeah, really enjoyed it. Um I do have some issues with it, you know. Um, that we can get into that later, but yeah, overall good,
0: law, what did you think of Oppenheimer?
2: um, if you guys hear something in the background, my mom just cut on the kettle, so just let I me hear know. nothing, oh, okay, just making sure um eh, you know uh <laughs> this film was uh you know, it was a film, and Christopher Nolan directed it and I feel like he got every white man in 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 Hollywood that he could think of to be <laughs> in this film. Because everywhere I turned, I saw like Michael and and Godarola's name. I that's how you put it. And and Garino and Michael and Garano. I saw uh, Dane DeHaan. I was Josh Peck. I was like, geez Louise. I was like, y'all are just. Also, like, you guys are snatching them up. Um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Jack, Jack Quaid. It was like Josh. Listen, listen <laughs> John here. John, yeah, yeah. I. I am a '90s girl to my heart, to my core. Mm-hmm. And when I saw Josh Hartnett, I was like, "Sir,
1: he killed it. <laughs> he's he so good."
2: No, he was so good to the yeah. point where I feel like a lot, awesome. lot of our '90s stars probably he got was- probably got pigeon pigeonholed yeah. um, in a oh, lot yeah. of their roles because um, just because he's been a heartthrob, don't mean he can't be like a serious, like scientific right. man. In in a Chris Fanola film, um, but I was like, but it was just like it was like the like the deck was stacked. It was just like, you know, like Tony Gold. And I always love seeing David Krumholtz in anything. Krumm-Holtz, like yeah. I'm just actors. <laughs> when right I saw Krumholtz, I yeah. was like, that's a kid from 10 Things I
0: Hate About t- You. What the hell? Yeah.
2: I just um the Santa Claus, numbers I'm not saying, but you know, numbers, you know what I'm saying? i I love me some David Crown hosts. Like he's just like anytime I see him in something, I'm like, this film probably got some good standing. I'm like, I'm just like, I'm just like happy to see him yeah. and stuff. Um, but this this film was just like stacked. It had like Alex Wolf and 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 what's his name? Tony Goldman, because who don't love Tony Goldwyn, you know, like it, it was just so many people, just like stacked yeah. upon stacks.
0: And he was um, like in the background, Tony Goldwyn. You yeah, don't really like think he about wasn't watching this movie. And that's,
2: but a lot of these actors were, right? Like yeah. you, you had like your core that were kind of like, you know, centered or whatever, but you had like all these other like supporting, like very, very supporting background people. It still added layers. Like but, but when you have a film like that, a little bit. Just showing up, Tom Conti was um, Einstein. Like it's, it's a whole thing. Like, and the makeup was amazing yeah, was really on this. Yeah, um, shout out to Rob Downey Jr., even though whenever he gets mad, I automatically think of Tony Stark. Like I just and I shouldn't. He brought a lot but, uh, of himself
0: to the Tony Stark role though. Yeah. So it's
2: it's it's hard to like push past that because like um what was it when he got mad a little when he was getting mad in those like black and white scenes where he, he was like getting mad um at Oppenheimer and everything like that. I was just like, he looks like when he got mad at Cap in Endgame and he passed out, like I was like, he is giving the same energy. But um, when you bring a lot of yourself into something, you can kind of see it in other things. But I, that doesn't detract from the fact that I think he did an amazing job. Um, overall, this just really ain't the film for me. I'm not saying that it wasn't good. Aesthetically, it was beautiful. Cinematography was amazing. Um uh, 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 Killian Murphy. I've, I've listen. I've, I've been obsessed with Killian Murphy. I think since Red Eye. I think maybe before that, but like not twenty eight days later. No, because I never seen that film. Um, but um. <laughs> But he made me. I think that's why I like psychopaths a little bit because I was just like <laughs> get kidnapped on a plane, like black guy or something. Like okay, um, but he's actually a really, really, a really good actor. Mm-hmm. Um, this film for me was just too long. I know that's crazy as a Marvel person, but I was just like, I was like, this is. I was like, you could have shaved off fifteen minutes, and I think I'd have been silent. Like, <laughs> was like, and it's not even a lot. I was like, a, just a hot fifteen minutes. But I liked the fact that this film kind of left me being like, so did Oppenheimer do this for the right reasons or for the wrong reasons? Like I, I was still like on the fence about it. Like I was still thinking I was still like on the fence about it because of what was portrayed like on screen. You know, he was a man that was like, I'm doing this to, to protect my people, but then the person oppressing your person like your people died, you no longer need to do this. So were you, was you doing it, were you originally doing it for your people, or was that a scapegoat so that you can create something and become a name? Like it it just it had a lot of layers. And I think that's I don't know, I can't find words. I think, I think that's cool. That's the only thing that's popping up in my head right now. But I like the fact that this film had layers. It's for it to be three hours, it has to have layers. And I think your leading man has to have the most. And as Bryce said, Emily Blunt was like amazing. Um just everything, everything she does, like she can, she could probably yeah. read the phone book, and I'll be like, oh my god, <laughs> did you see the gravitas in which she said these numbers? You know what I mean? Like,
0: <laughs> she got to the plumber, the plumbing section. Oh,
2: oh my god, it was really I really phenomenal. enjoyed when she was like with, with the Smiths.
0: She read all the Smiths. It was it was beautiful.
2: <laughs> you know, like it's nobody can say Smith the way she does. It's amazing. But like she could just do anything, and I I I I just loved seeing like her be like a mom and be like a a mom that doesn't get depicted live on screen and that was a mom that was like i don't know how to do this and i'm i'm drowning and to show a man be like can y'all just take my kid i know that's really messed up but like can y'all just like raise my kid for a while because you can't do that anymore without somebody judging you to your core and Mm -hmm. possibly calling cps on you you know what i mean like you you can't do that so i just think some of the subtle things that was in here that that wasn't a, a revolving around like the atomic bomb and everything like that was to me hit a little harder um just just emotionally um but also seeing his his back and forth in his own brain about like what he could do in like the future where his brain like essentially he was like a prophet like he could see he could see his damage before it ever before it ever happened and then to actually see it happen, and he becomes the poem that he knows in the book. And shout out to Florence Pugh, that girl be putting her boobs out everywhere. Um,
0: I did not expect that. I was honestly like,
2: overpower. Oh, okay. No, the scene, no, the scene that threw me off was when she, when they were talking about her in the deposition, and Emily Blunt's just like staring, and they're both yeah. naked, and she's just like, I was like, like oh, that uh, threw me off.
0: <laughs> not talking about even the crew. There were at least ten actors on that stage.
2: Right. I was like, they had I was to get like, it from louza. two sides,
0: and there was not was a lot like, yeah. blocking much.
2: I was like, I hope y'all was thrown in post because I don't know if I could have <laughs> if I'm gonna did it, but I mean, if you're gonna do it in front of a crew, like what's the other actors? But I mean, you know, it's your choice, however you want to do it. Mm-hmm. But I think she was good. I think Florence Pugh commands the screen too even even if she's not focal in the film, I felt like she still had a powerful role, and she and she accomplished it. So yeah, she liked throwing flowers away. That's for damn sure. Uh, that was I was like I wanted to know what's her graphic about flowers. I think it's sweet when somebody brings you. Flowers. I personally don't like flowers, I flowers but if somebody like brought me the some, I wouldn't. Of them is what I guess. Maybe
0: that's what it felt like. Um, I'm a big biopic fan. Um, I love movies that delve into one individual thoroughly. Uh, this movie gives me JFK vibes uh, with the two tone, you know, black and white color. It's not mm, like it's never yeah. been used before, but it felt you know because it's another biopic not about jfk but about the, the the attorney obviously um i loved that the black and white was the opposite of what you would expect because it was actually the future that yeah. was black and white yeah. while everything right. we see of him was colored mm-hmm. um which is very interesting uh yeah it also harkened back to the mccarthy tapes and the mccarthy era of all the black and white yeah council you're not council but well it's perfect for that
1: stuff too because Cause it's not just cause like all the stuff we see in color is so focused on Oppenheimer and him living right. that experience where the black and white stuff is very binary. Right. So it's black and white. And it's like, no, we want to talk about these facts and versus like, you know, all these things. So it's, yeah, it was great visually
0: to depict that. The, uh, the whole breakdown with straws and the entire sequence, you know, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the movie, Strauss is the bad guy, uh, and obviously the one that's been pulling the strings the whole time. And you kind of get that from the beginning, but you know there is a big reveal, and I, I think it's apt to today where that's the same kind of political bullshit that we're dealing with now in the McCarthy era, and now are, like, oh yeah, wildly too close to each other. Um, there are likely mm-hmm. in the next couple of years if things go the wrong way. Of people going on trial like this this is this is where we yeah. head if the next years don't go the way we want mm-hmm. them to um so it was kind of scary looking back yeah. looking forward um right we're also living oh, speaking
2: a, of scary uh, matt damon
0: but we're living in a world he's he's a little
2: scary to me yeah. he
0: well he i'm you know I, I think he did a great job in the film and and played that role to perfection looks nothing like the, uh, the gentleman. Right.
1: Definitely.
0: Killian looks right. a lot like Oppenheimer in this movie. They did. Oh, yeah. It, but he yeah, looks yeah. nothing like the guy that played him uh, no. or that he was playing. But the, the other parallel that I think is scary is that we are living in a, re-kin- a rekindled nuclear age where people keep talking about nukes again, uh, unlike they did in the 90s and the 2000s, where we kind of stopped talking about it because the Cold War was over. Uh, we're now yes. back to, we don't know if that's going to happen again. So this movie kind of came out weirdly right at the right time for what's happening in our yeah. world yeah yeah so
1: not to get too deep sorry but that's that's yeah. what it made me think well, i mean that's feel. the thing about so. this film this film is is deep in a very different way than than barbie um because it is a complicated thing that i think oppenheimer was struggling on many different levels and like that's depicted really well in this film you know because of course he's a man of science and really from a scientific perspective, was really driven to do this, but then at the same time, he has this moral dilemma that he's struggling with, you know, and like the should and like, yeah. So it's it kind of touches on what Law was talking about, where it's like, you know, you kind of want to like look into it more, like what, yeah, like was he, what were his actual reasons for doing doing this, you know, and um. And and in like classic Nolan's kind of fashion, I think it's kind of left up to us to really figure that out. You know, he doesn't. He loves ambigu- ambiguity, and I think this film is kind of kind of similar. Has a lot of ambiguity to it. You know,
0: well, so. we think that Strauss is right. Most of the movie that Einstein gave right. him the cold shoulder for some reason, but Strauss was not relevant. And I love that, that he was just a dude trying mm-hmm. to make himself relevant and he wasn't. Right. Uh, I had never heard the name until I saw this movie, so that kind of says how relevant he is. No, totally. Yes, yeah. I even yeah. you know, delve into this stuff uh, somewhat. Um, yeah. I, I think that just seeing the film and just looking at the character that was presented to us, not the real Oppenheimer, but this Oppenheimer, because there is going to be a difference. Right. I think yep. this Oppenheimer decided that if it was going to get done, it needed to be done by the right person. And so he was going right. to do it. Right. And he knew kind of when you're doing something and you know there's a consequence, but you haven't gotten to the consequence yet. You you do know it. You do have a sense of dread. But then there's that yeah. like cold sweat that comes over you. Once you've made that decision, you've gone over the threshold. You can see when he's looking at the bomb yeah. going off that he has that epiphany. And yeah. he still is steering, you know, because they, after they create the bomb, they still talk about. Well, no, after they create the bomb and go set it off that's it it's over for them yeah but they did like talk they about who to drop it on the, before that right yeah and so mm-hmm. that's a lot of stuff they held against him in his hearing and i and i think it's interesting to discuss why would you choose those targets um there's also a I, this is i just kind of flipped here sorry there's also a big argument that this movie does not talk about the individuals who that was were murdered
1: thing. yeah yeah
0: at all uh, really, mm-hmm. uh, other than from Oppenheimer's perspective and how bad he felt about it, they should have at least right. shown us the screen and shown us a bit more of the reality of what he was doing instead of yeah. letting us see it on his face. Mm-hmm.
2: So. I mean, the film was called Oppenheimer, so sure, I mean, sure, it's sure, sure. Be, but going to be the, way that, the way that I'm King looking rise, at it. People. We're looking at it. No, he, no, he did, but like, I, but for me, it's one of, it's just one of those things where it's like, it's it's about his perspective and about like how he felt about what he did ultimately. Like essentially nobody else could probably do this. And if they could do it, it would probably take them way longer than it took him. So like to see, because like, I don't, I see so much stuff on TV anyway, especially with what's going on. um, Currently of like, you know, dead bodies and dead children and stuff like that. I kind of didn't want to, I kind of didn't need to see that in this film, but to see yeah, I, don't, I don't think modern, you know? I don't think
1: people were saying that to like actually show the actual b- bodies or anything like that. I think it it uh, the thing that a lot of people argue, which I agree, is that it it kind of just dismisses all of that devastation and all those people. Like it doesn't actually give them, you know, because it's yeah. it's more like yeah, it's it's a thing about Oppenheimer, but that's so directly connected to Oppenheimer also. Like it needs
0: to be. Mm. They could have said something in the credits at least, at least. or done a thing like Schindler's right. List did. Exactly. Where they, like yeah. show the like memorials, explain what happened, yeah. explain the fallout, explain what happened in Japan. Yeah. All of those things could have been done just like Schindler's. So
2: are list you talking list, more show. so in the film or just something attached to the film? Anything.
0: Would Either have been or. Something like, yeah. okay. needs to be. Yeah. I would have been like, oh, okay, so we got through Oppenheimer and now mm-hmm. we're seeing the devastation of what he did in the credits. Yeah. But yeah. that's not Nolan's style. Like Nolan's style kind of comes first. And that's kind of what we're talking about is his need to make this particular movie is yeah. sometimes more important than the larger picture. And he doesn't also like to get political, which is weird because you can't make a movie about Oppenheimer without getting fucking political. Like you just. You right. Like exactly.
1: It's, I mean, it literally is political because it's right. the government is, you know, doing a deposition about him. So it becomes, he becomes the scapegoat for, the government's decision to do this, you know, it's like he not, I mean, that's the, the
2: government to, too. you know?
1: Yeah. And like, like Ray just came in and said, she's seen other reviews as well that his victims didn't have a voice. And that's kind of what we're kind of talking about. That they didn't really have a voice in this, but.
0: Well, not only that, just, just the way, even just beyond which, you know, there are 220,000 people don't need to be forgotten, but let's not forget about the boot that we put on the neck of Japan for 30 or 40 years after that the right. way we completely affected right. their commerce and their economy and for the better in some ways, but not culturally and not in, you know, the number of people no. that may have been totally screwed over because of the way we treated them. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. It, it is tricky when you're talking about one subject, especially one individual. I can see arguments for both, but I still think there should have been some amount yeah. of like, hey, we're making a movie about the glorification of the killing of these 220,000 people. Yeah, Maybe we should talk about it yeah not just about how the guy felt that did it um right yeah 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 yeah. that's my take yep no it need to be something in there yeah still a great film still you know it's a force across the board it's an ensemble like ridiculous cast like the two the number of actors in the two movies we've you know reviewed tonight is (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) like (laughs) mind-bogglingly large um you know yeah one person, yeah. Jason Clark, uh, in this movie is oh
1: man, so
0: fucking good. But that guy yeah. like is an undersung actor. Like he needs oh, so man. he needs to be leading man and he yeah, needs yeah. more roles. The guy he is great. I wanted to reach out and wring his neck the way he was dreaming yeah. I, I know. Like, I was like I was every so time he was angry. on screen, I'm
1: like, fuck this guy. Like, <laughs> right.
0: Which and it's great because he plays so good. A bad guy yeah. really well, but he also plays a good yeah. guy really well. He's one of those guys that can yeah. do both. Um,
1: also Macon Blair is on there. He's got, he's right there in the deposition. Like, right? You know, he's,
0: he's a lawyer, right? Uh,
1: yeah. He's his lawyer. Yeah. yeah.
0: He's um, his lawyer. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, um,
0: Brana showing up just being Niels Bohr. Why not? Um, <laughs> yeah. And then the other one, like, I just noticed Scott Grimes, the, the, uh, helmsman mm-hmm. from, uh, Orville is on this, in this movie. I didn't catch him. I'll have to rewatch it just for that. And then Eldon, I, n- I can never pronounce his last name. Alden Inrin in in, in, in I, I'm gonna screw that up. I'm gonna stop right there. Anyway, Han Yeah. did a great job. And then there was <laughs> yeah. one other person that uh stood out to me, and it was the uh Safdie. Ben Safty's in this as well. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. We got to see him not play a person with mental disability. Uh we got to see him yeah. play a scientist and to be a scientist, yeah. You know.
1: I think Aldridge's character too was like one of those that was Either an amalgam of multiple people, or was kind of created for the film. Like, I don't, I don't think his character actually existed because mm-hmm. there was like, it would have been a group yeah, of he's people a Some talk
2: character. Right? What's that? He's a fictional character. They say he's a fictional character.
0: Yeah, okay. yeah. So, say, there would be there more people, people around those people than just one or two. That's that's how this always seems to end up. Uh, yeah. The yeah, other, yeah. Um, what was it? There's so many fucking people in this movie. Um, Talked about Florence. We talked about... Yeah, I might not find them. Um,
2: Well, Rami Malek is in this film?
0: Dane DeHaan, I think, did a (laughs) really good job of playing Nichols. Um, I wanted, like... I didn't expect the kid that played Goblin to have ch- to have chops necessarily and he came oh, out yeah. in this movie, and he's he's sinister. no
2: he's a his stuff before he was in that movie he's a really good actor like i think the amazing spider-man myth film is what kind of like slowed his slowed his yeah. career slowed down. Him down
0: okay that makes sense
2: yeah because before that like he was like in chronicle he was in some other stuff and you could see like his raw talent and mm-hmm. i think i think that spider-man film was like people was like let's Hold on, let's <laughs> take sucks. a step back. Uh, Jack Quaid yeah, playing Richard yeah.
0: Feynman, and it was so great because I could tell it was Richard Feynman because the dude was playing bongos. I was like, the guy playing bongos—that's Richard <laughs> Feynman because <laughs> he really did play bongos. And so they did manage to get that yeah. in there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's weird, you know who who they chose to be in it. As far as the, no, Jamie Bell, Casey scientist. Affleck, it's so
2: many
0: people. Yeah, Casey There's Affleck, so like on this. his backstory oh, made me yeah. go, I'm actually intimidated by Casey Affleck right now. <laughs> like I wasn't. Yeah. Casey's never been somebody that like intimidated me, but this character, I was like, holy shit. They're making this guy have to seem like evil. He's going to just hurt you. Yeah. It's all politics, though. Oh, Rami Malik. God dang, there's so many people. Anybody? Oh, James Remar? What?
2: Yeah. Gary How many Oldman. James, what?
1: Oh, yeah. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman's in
2: Olivia this movie of therapy. Yeah. is
1: the. He was the president, isn't he?
2: <laughs> he was Truman. Yeah, he, yeah, was, he Truman. was Truman. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, the makeup was great on this.
1: Yeah. He wasn't in it very long, like, but but still, like, no, he, he played,
2: played Truman wasn't, but to a T still... though. Because
0: Truman was a total yeah, yeah. cock and he was he acted that way perfectly. He did a great yeah. job. Oh, yeah. Um, and then okay, so they had Lyndon in it as well. Uh, which is yeah. weird because he would have been young. And I love this, mm-hmm. like they had to give John F. Kennedy a nice little nod somehow to like make sure that we all knew that he was a hero even then, but that's all kind of bullshit. But anyway, um, right. Yeah. It's funny when movies do that, they're like John F. Kennedy. I'm like, okay.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it is interesting. It's like, how do you, what angle are you going to like portray this person from, <laughs> you know? So There's it's funny. He did, especially it when cool. they only are in the film for a short, certain amount of time. Right. So,
0: there's plenty he did with good, yeah. but not in that era. That era was when Kennedy right. was not an amazing human being, or his brother for that matter, yeah. Bobby was back on the, he was on the McCarthy uh council or McCarthy yeah. uh board, if you will. Uh so they, they weren't right. great then, but they're being talked up in this movie like they were. I'm just like, that's mm-hmm. odd. Yeah. Um yeah. anyway. So it sounds like law really enjoyed what she learned, maybe. <laughs>
2: So make me want to read the book. Okay. Honestly, I would probably enjoy the book more if I'm being honest. I probably, it's if, a, if if I can get my hands on the book, I'll a probably dance book. It. I'm sure, I mean, I wouldn't read it's it in a day. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I probably would. I didn't, I'm not gonna say this was a it wasn't a bad film. It, it's just that politics is not my thing. So I don't think any political film in any type of way I'm going to hundred percent be on board and enjoy. Um, but I could always get something out of it, you know. And like I said, I enjoyed the dichotomy of Oppenheimer. It's himself, so I liked that. Did you
1: like, uh, like the the prequel Star Wars trilogy?
2: Uh. Ooh.
0: All politics. That yeah. <laughs> was all politics. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was all underhanded. But it,
2: but it's, but it's interspliced with like, Mixed with like yeah <laughs> That stuff. senator so has it's seven like, eyes. Kinda, so this is interesting. You kind of don't you kind of don't pay attention to that part. You kind of just go for the. Yeah. You're
0: the looking at the ETs, right? So <laughs> you're like, oh look, there's ET. There's some Wookies. Oh, they're in a Senate. Yeah, you know, you're okay. like.
2: Oh. oh, okay, that's fine. Like, but look at the colors of everybody. Like, oh my God, look at this alien. <laughs> it's blue. Like, my God. Like, yeah. you know.
0: So you're saying like, you would like
2: watch it, more, it, wasn't. it wasn't. More
1: if diverse, it was
0: aliens?
2: <laughs> Honestly, I probably would. If 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 it was aliens, I would probably pay more attention to our so our politics. And our you just
0: <laughs> told this. me what I need to do. I need to convince our Congress to start dressing up in ridiculous dinosaur outfits. Yep. So that people will. And order. I
2: will pay. And I oh. will pay attention if somebody was like a Spider T Rex, you like Spider Man T Rex. I will watch. I will watch. I will listen to what they have to say. Um, other Talk than that, I'm good. Down. But no, I I like. I just like the. I like seeing it from Oppenheimer's point of view. I like seeing like you don't even at the end you don't. You kind of you're not left hanging, but you're still. It's very Christopher Nolan to like kind of like leave you hanging with a, like a, a a final ending like that. Actually. Um, But I just like the fact that like you, I have mixed emotions about Oppenheimer. It's like you are a brilliant mind, and yes, you did create create this, but you created something that killed and continues to kill, right? And I don't think, I don't think like anybody or threatens to, you know what I mean? Like I don't think anybody sets out any type of scientist or creator, if you're not crazy. Let me preface that if you're not like a total nut nut job. You don't set out to kill people. You just set out to invent and create and to explore more. But you know, then you, push the limits of science. And, right, push the limits yeah. of science. And so when you figure when you create something that is a weapon of mass destruction and you and now you're so deep in that even the government is like come on bro you're gonna ride with us or like right. we're gonna hang you out to dry yeah. and
1: then we're gonna and, hang you out to dry anyway like <laughs>
2: right anyway and i feel like that's just the state of the united states from the beginning of time and oh, yeah. it's a history that we have not learned from like at all which i mean these movies are great but like nobody's learning from the history of like all the things that we've like that we've been doing to each other around the world and et cetera.
0: So. Do you really think that doing it even though there was the point oh 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 one chance that you could light the entire atmosphere on Earth <laughs> right. was right. still a good move? Because that's the part where I was like, "Would you? I wouldn't have done it, knowing there was that fraction of." A
2: no, chance. but see, here's the thing, though: you're not a scientist. No, that's and true. Scientists always science, but I just feel like scientists always push. They go by numbers, right? They don't go by like, like feelings. Sometimes and like logic in that sense, like a feeling. It was like, but that that percentage is so low. We, we got to try it out.
0: I know, but yeah. it's What's like funny, that
2: percentage might be the percentage that it needs, <laughs> it needs so, I know. to blow the planet up. What's funny and is they're that willing to risk it when they
0: did the hadron collider uh, to do the. I was just going to mention the hadron collider. They, ladder, they, they yeah. literally had the same kind of percentage. It was a yeah, so remote. Like, they were like, "Turn yeah. it on, man!" I'm like, mm-hmm. "You guys need to stop this because one of these times it's going to." to <laughs> clock over gonna, and be the right number. Yeah, exactly. Like, I sure? mean, yeah. that's
2: where the world is going, though, pretty much. You know, the, I mean, the house it's gonna is going like to win. Man, point uh, oh, oh <laughs> right? yeah.
0: Yeah, you don't need to That's, be like, 20 20 that's right.
2: honestly, it's, That's honestly what's going to be the thing that breaks the world. Like, it's it's, it's either going to, we're either going to explode, like, implode on ourselves or, like, some type of, like, apocalypse or some type of, like, hellfire damnation or something because somebody was like, well, it was a point zero zero one chance that it was. So we had to figure out what we're doing.
0: Oops.
2: Right. You know, like for real. And it's like, oops, it it, yeah. it grew so far out of my control, we can't stop it. And I'm that's how the world is gonna end because that's essentially history. Just hopefully, just in more as, advanced ways as we keep going.
0: As selfish as it is, uh, hopefully just you know, give me 30 more years, 30 or so. <laughs> right. Before we
1: go. That's that. probably when it'll happen anyway. It's probably you gotta give them.
2: I mean yeah. I'm being my 60s and like I want more now. Okay, so you, you want 40 else. years. Okay.
0: So everybody on the panel wants at least 40 years. <laughs> I would
1: need 40 more. Okay. okay.
0: Well, I mean if it happened in 40 or 100 it wouldn't matter cuz we'd all be gone. So I just say right. let's call it 100 oh, my kids can grow up and die there we go. and I won't know anybody and it'll be fine.
2: <laughs> no, no, give me a solid, give me a solid honey. I don't think a solid honey. Like I, I don't, don't be really believe wrong with
0: that. that. Let's just be very clear. I genuinely <laughs> don't actually believe that. It was meant for the joke. Give me yeah.
2: like a solid, give me like That's
0: a solid honey. I'm yeah. good. <laughs> anyway, let's rate this no, film. It is, and, geno- if
2: you yeah, think, yeah. think about it, genocide is, is Thanos thinking.
0: It really is. Panel or <laughs> yes, no, 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 nobody endorses any of that here. Um, but it's a heavy topic, so we got to lighten it somehow.
1: Uh, right. Yeah, yeah,
0: That said, let's, let's go, go ahead and rate Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer. And we do have some movies to announce for next weekend uh that we will be doing. Oh. uh so all the movie things, what did you think of Oppenheimer? I'll give it a nine. Nine solid nine. got yep. Gotta love it. How about you, La? Yeah. Uh I'm gonna give it a shaky
2: eight is what <laughs> I'm gonna give it. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna give it. It's
0: good, yeah. but the foundation of that eight is very, it's very loose.
2: No, it's very shaky, man. It's like all saying.
0: Like yeah. Uh I'm gonna also give it a nine. Uh and it's just a very well made movie. Uh very compelling. Yeah. Uh tense in all the right I places. I do think
1: like like for me too, like I love Nolan. Um I will say like I was not really happy with Tenet. Tenet was like mixed bag, which is also like a big reason like
2: something we didn't mention that.
1: was that he left Warner Brothers a lot of yeah because of, well,
2: i was about Lieutenant. to i was about to mention that but yeah. since since it happened like what a few a couple of years ago he said that like he's like he he said something like the feud was like he was like nah it's not irrevocable he's like he was it's like it's over and done we're good like he kind of like
0: yeah He might think
2: about but think about if he still had that relationship with warner brothers they probably would have got this film and warner brothers would have released barbie in this film
0: they wouldn't yeah. release him
1: at the same time would have been- they probably wouldn't have. They wouldn't Yeah, that's the thing. They I mean, they definitely, they <laughs>
2: definitely, yeah, they definitely would have. But, <laughs> I would, but what if they, did those, even if it was what like what a month they apart, did, they
0: still would have pushed them like this, so there was no like. Yeah, that's on. true. Yeah, they would have like. Yeah, yeah. they're too big. Yeah,
1: like, and then there's the whole IMAX. Too
2: too but shout mm-hmm. out to but shout out to Universal. They won. They won this version oh, yeah. a bit more. Oh, so oh, like yeah. they make they they this helped the studio to make more Spider-Man movies. Wait, so an actual
0: good Universal film? Okay, that's 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 rare these days. Right. Yeah. So Sony makes
1: the. Spider-Man movies,
2: but. Yeah, I did not mean to say that. But <laughs> I meant to say something I think else. I but Spider Man, but Spider Man came out of my brain so
1: quick. No, I mean the Madam Web trailer <laughs> just came out, and it's just like,
2: yeah, Spider Man came out. So good. I'm like, Spider Man. Like I got it right. <laughs> just,
0: so we've yeah. got Elemental listed yeah, for next nice. week. Uh, I believe there's going to be at least one other animated film uh, that's also listed. I don't remember what it was. La, you said you were a couple. Are you in
2: the Last Dragon?
0: That that might have been the other one. So we've got a couple animated movies next week. Uh, maybe three. Uh-huh. I think it's we'll discuss it, but it might be three. I
2: think it's just two, because the third it's a couple of them that one you can't see, like one you need you probably need like a monologue in to see, and then the other one it's not streaming anywhere. I don't think so. It's probably just wow. those two.
0: Okay. That's fair. So take it, you too. know, take a, a great week. Enjoy some animated Elemental. movies, and Ryan week. Uh, okay, and of course we'll Let's we'll see. announce these in the Discord as well. Um, but yeah, this has been uh, episode six of the Real Study, and we do appreciate you guys joining us and talking Barbenheimer. Yeah, um, yeah. check out as
2: always. Please follow us on all social media. Uh, we are the Real Study. I mean, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Request a film. Request a reaction. Maybe we can do some reaction videos for you guys. Come join the Discord. Um, come talk to us. We do respond back eventually we
1: getting
2: you I don't <laughs> <know that. laughs> No, 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 no. Bry like is way too that, important. So. He's way Fine too man. important. I got TikTok to do. And
1: he will talk. He also he, he
2: got things to do, <laughs> movies to film. Yeah, I'm I mean, like, like he's, you know,
1: I'm traveling. He's they're
2: busy. Yeah, but us people who barely have lives but do have lives, we do respond back. Um, but definitely come and join us, share us around. You know, um, you can also donate to the real study to help beef up the channel and the things that we do around here, but also you just sharing us and following and liking also helps as well. If you financially cannot put in, So we thank you. Good night all. Thank you.
1: Bye guys.